0: What's good, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge MMA style. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting, and it's not even close. Of course, I am the coach, and every single week, it doesn't matter if it's UFC, Bellator, or the PFL, we're going to bring you a special episode just for you. This week, how about Bellator going to Moscow, Russia, for the first time to see Fedor? taking on Tim Johnson in the main event. Then the UFC will be Saturday night. So you got early start time Saturday for Bellator. Then you have evening for UFC. They got you covered, college football and everything MMA. Let's bring in the star of this show. You've grown to love him here on the early edge, Mr. Andrew Gombas. Now, it was kind of nice on Tuesday to cash one ticket. You were all over it. And boy, I can't even remember the dude's name, but that was an absolute mauling.
1: Yeah, Kyle Baralho. Um, he, he made quick work of his opponent and now he's going to get a shot in the UFC because he was on contender series a few weeks ago and he won his fight, but he didn't really look too impressive. So the bosses gave him one more shot. and He went out there and made the most of it. So I, I had his money line. I had his uh, under two five.
0: I tell you what, I have never felt more confident in a minus 172 play than after he threw his first two punches. I said, oh, oh, this is a cash. This is a cash. Uh, All right. We've got a lot of new viewers every single time that we come up. So for those of you who are new at home, here's what we do on this particular episode. I make Andrew give me his best bets. If he has none, then we don't give you any from that show. But. We always have to pick the main event in every single card. So, Bellator, there's only one fight that we're going to pick. Only one. We're going straight to the main event. Fedor, Tim Johnson. These are heavyweights. Fedor, one of, if not the most famous MMA fighter of all time. Talk to me on this main event.
1: Yeah. So we all love Fedor. He's obviously one of the legends of the sport, um, but he's 45 years old coming into this main event Um, coming off of almost a two-year layoff. His past five fights, I want to say, are all against someone who's retired or very close to retired. None of those fights have left the first round. Um, His chin doesn't look where it needs to be. His speed doesn't look where it needs to be. If you told me way back in the day that I'd be betting Tim Johnson at evens against Fator, it would have been, <laughs> I would have been a little confused um yes. to say the least but yeah Tim Johnson has actually looked pretty good lately um he lost his last fight but it was against a really tough opponent he went all five rounds um he arguably won a couple rounds and uh yeah I think a lot of uh old school hardcore fans are going to be sad after this one I'm going with yeah. Tim Johnson
0: Yeah. You're only laying 10 cents. I like that a lot. This is a perfect example of sometimes the public falls in love with a guy for just a little bit too long. By the way, the prelims start 11 a.m. Eastern time, the main card at 2 p.m. Eastern time for Bellator. All right, let's flip the script now and let's go to UFC. The prelims start at one main card at four. They're starting to figure this out. Andrew, you don't want to go ahead up against prime time, College football. You just don't want to do it. So, this is from the Apex in Las Vegas. Let's start with Jeff Molina, minus 170 favorite, taking on Daniel Lucerta plus 145. These are the little guys, these are the flyweights. Talk to me on this one.
1: Yeah, so this one, I'm really not going to overcomplicate it. Daniel Lacerda's had 12 fights in his pro career. He's only been to the second round once. He's never been to the third round. The under two five is plus 143. So I took that. There's not a ton of tape on Lacerda out there. So not a huge play, but I mean, the numbers, these don't add up. I mean, he's had 12 pro fights. None of them have hit the third round. So the under two and a half being plus 143 makes very
0: little sense to me. So jump on it right now. I would assume that if it doesn't make sense to you, that it's only going to go down away from us. So we should play it right now, correct? Slam it. Let's do it. Slam it. Bang it right now. That's what he says. All right. Now, next fight, we're going to go to the light heavyweights. Nikolai taking on Isaac Villanueva. Now, Nikolai is a minus 220. You're going to say his last name. I don't butcher names anymore. I just don't say them. Uh, Talk to me on this fight.
1: Nikolai Neger. nah, I'm not going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going with Ike Villanueva here over Nikolai um, as a plus 200 underdog. Ike Villanueva is one of those guys who, to be quite honest with you, I didn't think I'd be playing um, in the UFC at any point. I've actually bet against him a couple of times. But I think he brings a striking advantage in this matchup. I think he's a cleaner boxer. Um, and, and it's just, it's just, Kind of just a classic case of market overcorrection. Nikolai was a big underdog in his last fight. He was coming off a long layoff and he won a split decision as a big dog. And now I think the market's kind of overreacting, making him a big favorite here. Uh, Ike Villanueva has issues dealing with leg kicks and grappling. And and Nikolai, that's not really his game. So I actually favor um, Ike Villanueva's boxing straight up. And I think just overall, this line should definitely be closer.
0: And this fight is going to be opening up the main card. uh, So that'd be kind of cool. I like when you have that first fight of the main card, when it crosses over at the top of the hour. All right, let's go to the co-main event now. Grant Dawson, a robust minus 340 favorite, taking on Ricky Glenn plus 270 as the underdog. This is in the lightweight division. Talk to me.
1: Yeah. So Grant Dawson, obviously over the past couple of years, he came into the UFC and he's kind of taken it by storm. I think he's five and in his UFC career so far. He just, um, he's coming off a third round knockout at the very last second of the fight. I had his round three prop over Leo Santos. There was one second left on the clock when he finished that fight. So I was super pumped. He really, really hooked me up there. So I'm going back to the well here with Grant Dawson. I obviously that money line super juiced. I think a good way to target this fight is the submission prop. I have plus four twenty. Um, that's, Still around on most books, or something similar to that. Uh, he's a smothering grappler. He has great cardio, and I think he's going to get top time here and have his shot to land a choke or uh, uh, some sort of submission.
0: All right, very good. Well, whenever you play a submission specialist, it always seems like it takes a long time. So, usually, over is the play. Do you like any total or just stay away from the total on this one?
1: I'm staying away for the total on this one. I mean, I think it's possible if Dawson gets him down early, kind of while they're still dry, meaning because um, when, when fighters are dry, there's less of a chance of like submission slipping or they got like just okay. there's less sweat. So I think if he gets him down early, he's a shot to finish it early. But it wouldn't be surprised me either if he could smother him with cardio and finish him late either. So I'm staying off the total. I'm sticking with Grant Dawson by submission.
0: All right, Grand Dawson by submission. If you're playing a big parlay, this would be a perfect spot to throw them in on the money line into a big parlay. If you're going to do like five or six guys, which I like to do for everyone, I like to do the like throw all the favorites into a parlay. And if they hit, then it's it's a nice little payday. Just a little sprinkle, just a little sprinkle. All right, now let's get into the main event because this is an interesting, fascinating development of what happened on Wednesday. And that's when we're taping this episode is Wednesday, because you know what? I'm going to let you tell the story. Paulo Costa. He's the underdog here. He looks like a Greek God, a Greek Adonis, but he got exposed when he fought for the title. He's taking on Marvin Vittori in the middleweight division. Tell the story and then where you see this fight going, please.
1: Yeah, so quite an interesting development here. Just to give a little bit of backstory, um, this fight's at 185 pounds. Both these guys are coming off of losses to the champ Israel Adesanya. Paulo Costa fought Adesanya in September of 2020. Uh, Vittori fought him in June of 2021. So Costa's coming off a bit of a layoff here. I want to say Vittori's fought three times since that um, Adesanya versus Costa fight. So he's the more active fighter here. Uh, and for those of you that have seen Paulo Costa, to coach his point, he looks like he was carved out of stone. He's one of the biggest 185 pounders in the division. And as of earlier today um, at media day, there was talk about Paulo Costa not being able to make weight. And then he came to the microphone and basically confirmed that. Uh, so there's a shot that this fight happens up a weight at 205. There's a shot. It happens at a catch weight of 195. And that I, I, that tells me a few things. One, I already cost is huge for the weight. We already knew that. He's said he's 211 pounds right now. So if you want to do that math, he's about, he's, like than 48 hours from Wayne's, and he's a lot over the, 20 <laughs> 26, uh, pounds. He, 26, That's 26
0: pounds 26 26 pounds
1: <laughs> yeah he's 26 pounds over the um the limit right now so i have a feeling we might see this fight take place at 195 or 205 also this tells me um costa's weight cut might, might not be going well he might not have had the proper training leading up to this maybe an injury maybe um Training conditions, but he said he'll he'll let us know after the fight why that reason is. But it can't be anything good. Um, I like Vittori in this fight before all this weight stuff happened. I think Costa is a stud on the feet in the first round or two, but I don't think five rounds favors him at all. I think Vittori, I think the longer this fight goes, the better for Vittori, and I actually see him getting it done in the fourth or fifth round. I think if he can avoid that big shot early, I think Costas is going to tire out if Vittori can mix in his wrestling grappling, and I think I see him finishing this fight late. Um, I've been keeping an eye on that money line at about minus 150, and I took some round four and round five sprinkles at plus 2,000 and plus 2,500 on round four in round five for Vittoria.
0: Oh, I like that a lot. You got to give Vittorio a lot of credit though, Andrew, because he has come out and he said, listen, I'll fight him at any weight. It doesn't matter to me. And not every fighter does that. Some yeah. are just like, nah, but he wants to get paid. First of all, the fight didn't happen. Neither gets paid. And he will take some of Paulo Costa's purse. There's no doubt about that. So it's smart for Vittori. He also wants another title shot and he knows he needs a victory over a name. And Paul Acosta certainly is a name. So uh, great description by you. And I'll give, I'll give Victoria all the credit in the world uh, that this fight will still happen. You never want the main event to go away a couple of days before, uh, before the fight happens. All right, we are up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap courtesy of the jeweler. And it looks glorious. One fight. From Bellator on Saturday morning, Tim Johnson over Fedor at Bellator 269. And then four different plays from UFC at the Apex. Vittoria, the main event, Ike Villanueva, then the uh, Lacerda and Molina under two and a half play it right now. Bang, bang, bang. And then Dawson wins by submission plus 420 is very, very tasty. All right. Don't forget every single week that there is a card, we have you covered. And don't forget next week, next week the PFL world championships. And I'm just guessing that my man, Andrew will have some plays on that. By the way, I'll be doing the entire DraftKings pre-fight show. I'm hosting it. I said, I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm hosting the whole damn thing this particular night. So stay tuned for that. (coughs) You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these MMA tickets straight. To the pay window for my man andrew gambas for the jeweler who is the executive producer of our entire brand i am the coach doesn't matter the sport doesn't matter the day we're here and we grind for you tell your friends about the early edge good luck <laughs>